Hey, Co-Packer Nation with Jeff Packer. Look, it's literally, you can imagine, 40-yard line, wind blowing right through Brett Favre's jersey. I mean, do the 10, the 20, the 30, the 40, the 50. Dude, he's running circles on the Detroit Lions. Don't hate. WelcomeHomeDetroit.com is the website. Dude, this guy's got energy and swag. Jeff Packer lays down integrity after line after line in this awesome display of courage, battling back, you know, his uh, fears and taking on a whole new meaning for uh, really going out there and, 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 and taking a chance and really just calling it courage, dude. Hey, buckle your seatbelt. Let's get it going. Welcome, Jeff, Jeff Packer to Real to Real. What's up, Jeff? All right. Hey, Shane, how are you? Good, good, man. Hey, you're coming in loud and clear, sounding real good. Hey, good. you know, it's important, just to let uh, the audience land, it's important to know uh, that yeah, you, you got all your ducks in a row when it comes to uh, quarantining and COVID-19. We're doing this podcast from in the house, uh, from one house to another, being safe, keeping the six-foot rule. But I got Jeff Packer uh, from the Packer Group on the line today. And uh, Jeff, man, why don't you let everybody know a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in the business, and uh, you know, let's get this thing rolling, man. Yeah, so uh, Jeff Packer uh, lived here in Canton, Michigan, and uh, been in the business 15 years. So I I got in just before the big old recession that occurred, and and uh, man, it's just been a wild ride since. So man, hey, with everything being up and down and all over the place, uh, we were talking before uh, the this uh, podcast, Jeff, uh, about market conditions and 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 how to be recession proof. Let's just dive right in, it, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the market was was crashing hard. I mean, October 2008 was when the crash really, really hit. And then and then uh, by, you know, coming out of the winter selling season, I mean, hardly anything was selling. And so I, re- I just remember by March 2009, you know, I, I had a falling out with the guy that I was in business with, you know, before. Uh, so I'm leaving to go off on my own. Uh, we're you know, we're basically financially, you know, I told, I told my wife, I said, Hey, I think we're going to be in the red, unfortunately. And, and I don't know what that's going to mean. We're going to have to not pay some of our bills. And so we had that pressure mounting, you know, and, um, and all of this while trying to become debt free and, 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 you know, uh, uh, go through that process. And so I just remember the pressure was real. I mean, we, we literally, the t- it was a major turning point for us, but we decided, all right, Hey, you know, we're going to commit to pray, you know, seek God in this, find out what his direction for our life is. Um, and so little did my wife know I was praying that God would speak through her. But we were we were praying whether we should stay here in Michigan or move to Kansas where she's from and her family is and a, a great support system for us would be. And we just, you know, at the end of the 30 days, my wife, which I was sure that like she was going to be like, oh, yep, we need to move. You know, that's what God told me, uh, even though that was probably selfishly what she wanted. To yeah. Do. <laughs> she just was like, look, Jeff, like this is this is where God wants us. You know, I don't see why God would have brought us all the way out here to have all these things happen just for us to start over in Kansas when we could have just done that when we first got married. And 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 I said, yeah, you know, I totally agree. And uh so we just doubled down and just buckled up and just said, let's, let's get to it. And so literally it was like four months later, we became debt free. Um, I hired my first employee and boom, the, we just hit the ground running 
And, um, and a lot of it was, I mean, there's a lot more variables that led to this, but like, we just we really, really uh, ended up, um, you know, moving the needle a lot for us at that time. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, God's provision during that time was just huge. And my wife and I, you know, um, from a marriage standpoint, you know, I mean, that was something that was so foundational. Like, I just don't know, you know, if, if anything could rock us like that did. And, and for us to survive and build our relationship um, off of those experiences has just even made us have a better marriage. We're better parents together as a result of all that. And just life really, that was a really pivotal you know, turning point for us. Wow. You yeah. Know, that, 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 that is, it sounds more so like kind of what me and uh, my wife were talking about yesterday. It always seems like, you know, we were, we were looking at some things and it says uh, surrendering versus being selfish and understanding the commitments of marriage. Sometimes dude, like what I'm hearing is like your wife is that backbone and pillar, you know, mm-hmm. connected you to God. And sometimes we gotta, we gotta stop remembering things and we gotta, we gotta end the stalemate with each other and just agree to, to let go and let God, man, uh, decide to, to, to move us to where he wants to move us. And I mean, dude, your story, dude, I don't know if you have a, a, a if you have a book out or a movie, but you have a movie. You're talking about, uh, <laughs> uh, it'd be, it'd be a movie that my mom would watch, but I'm not sure how many other people would watch, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I, you know, I think all of us have that, right. We all have things that we had to overcome. Um, you know, one of the books that I've read that I thought that really, you know, um, like it, it puts words to what we lived, which is called True North. And it talks about, you know, these crucible moments, right? Like God, you, you know, you become refined and you become, you know, um, um, improved, you know, through the, 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 the refining process that, that a, like a Bunsen burner would do to a crucible. And then you'd have something inside that crucible that's getting heated up and it burns off the impurities and you're left with, with a more pure element, right? And I just feel like, you know, the, that that time of life, you know, um, amongst others were some of the crucible moments for us that really refined us and purified us and 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 really, you know, um, allowed us. I mean, we didn't always have the answers on how we were handling things, but what we were able to do is really understand, you know, that that that, uh, the, you know, our purpose here on this earth is bigger than just you know, owning three businesses, having a successful real estate team, putting money in the bank, you know, being debt free. Our purpose is bigger than all that. Our purpose is that we're here to 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 impact people. Um, you know, I would say uh, my job is partly to to make sure that the gospel is being shared uh, because there is an afterlife. There is a, there, there, we are going to either spend time in heaven or hell. And so even though all of this stuff is great to talk about, at the end of the day, that's what's bigger. And, and my wife and I just in these crucible moments, we realized that like when you're when you got no money in the bank, you're, you're you, 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 you know, I didn't mention this, but the business relationship that soured was my brother in law, you know, so his own, it, was, it was my own family. And and there's got more dynamics to that. And all these things we were going through. I mean, it's easy to just pack up bags and give up. But those were the moments that helped us realize, man, this world is bigger than all of this. And there's a bigger purpose than all of this. And, uh, and, and, and that's when, you know, for us, we really started living for others a lot more than just living for ourselves. And it's amazing. You know, I wish, I wish this was a video podcast because I could kind of illustrate it better. But, <laughs> but I, I always 
tell, I, I always kind of take uh, this from Dave Ramsey. He says, and I'm sure he took it from somebody else. Um, and I don't know who that was, but, but it's like, you know, we, we need to live with a, our, our hand open, like an open hand, you know, and, and live generously where, where we can receive God's blessings really well, but so, but those blessings can be, be, be uh, pulled out of our hands very easily as well. Um, and instead of how our culture wants us to live, which is very closed fist, it's like, Hey, what's mine is mine. And you're going to, you're going to, you know, I'm never going to be generous with it. You know, like we don't want to live with a closed fist. We want to live with an open hand. There's a bigger purpose to this. And, 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 and that's just been a lifelong lear learning situation for us of just how can we live generously? How can we pour into things? I mean, that's why, you know, Quite honestly, I love doing these podcasts is because it's a way to, for me to be generous with my time and my wisdom. Not that I'm like the end all be all. There's a lot more people, way more smarter than I am. But, you know, if my life experiences can impact somebody and they get motivated to, to be a better person as a result, you know, then uh, I'm, I'd love to do it. So, um, man, dude, you're, I mean, you're motivating me right now. Uh, I'm getting, a, I'm getting ready to run through a wall. Right now. Like, <laughs> Let's oh do it. Man. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, this, I mean, you know, this goes back to, uh, marketplace ministry. It goes back to, you know, um, you know, almost like, uh, you know, washing feet, you know, we saw the Lord do that, you know, yeah. he was, uh, coming up to the disciples and he says, well, Lord, you know, you shouldn't be washing my feet. I should be washing yours. And he yeah. said, well, you know, do do as I do. Uh, you know, not do as I say. Do do as, you know, pretty much don't be hearers of the word, but also be doers, man. Yeah. You know, as this yeah. thing, as this thing, uh, as this, it, it sounds like, you know, um, the crucifying of the flesh and letting the organic nature of the Lord start to blossom. You start to shine light on everything that you're doing. And this goes back into the next thing here that we're talking about. It's doing business the right way with integrity and always yeah. being focused on the client's needs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, what do you think about, you know, what's gotten you with your relationship with God? What has gotten you to really focus in and hone down on doing business the right way? What what helps you do that? Yeah, so for, for me, I we just constantly remember that it, for us, the bottom line is, is, is this is about somebody else's journey, not about ours. We, we don't focus about our journey. Like um, myself and the agents and team that I have, we constantly are talking about we are the guide to somebody else's story. Uh, story. We are not the hero in their story. They're the hero in the story. And that's, I mean, that, that's vernacular that's taken from, you know, the story branding book, if you've, if you've ever read story branding. Um, but, but, it's, but the idea is, is, is we want to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. To Luke Skywalker, right? <laughs> and and so we think about our clients as Luke Skywalker, the spotlights spotlights on them, you know, and and for us, we're Obi One. We're just we're teaching, yeah. we're guiding, we're advising, we're pointing them in the right direction, and we hope and pray that they they um, uh, uh, when all said and done, uh, their experience then is is heightened through all of that. And so so that's I mean that's just you know ingrained in us. That's just something we do. Um, I don't, I, I hire for people that think that way. I don't hire selfish, motivated people. Like we could probably be doing twice as much business as we do if I just hire a bunch of selfish, driven, you know, um, money, you know, uh, focused people. But that's not what I hire for. I hire people that have a heart of a teacher. I hire people that care deeply about, you know, uh, doing it the right way with integrity. And, um, and I have a, a saying on our team 
that uh, as I train new agents and we, and, and we, you know, we, we develop them, we tell them like, look, you want, you are going to talk more people out of houses than you're going to talk them into a house because we want them to buy the right house, not yes. just a house. Uh, so that their house experience, their homeownership experience will hopefully be enhanced through the, the things. Now, obviously, there are still things that go wrong and, and, and things get missed on, on home inspections and things like that because of, you know, um, you know uh, uh, that's just the way things go. And so there, you know, not every experience is obviously perfect, but we try to learn from those and fail forward and, uh, and help our clients understand that our heart is for what's best for them. So, yeah, man. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's that. When I, what were those two books? Because I'm going to, I want to remember that we got one talking about the crucible. Yeah. What book so is true, that, true North, um, true, true North. North. Yeah. I can't remember the author's name right now. I can see his face, uh, but I can't remember the, the author's name right off the top of my head, but true North, uh, awesome book. And, and then the, um, uh, uh, the other one that, that I just mentioned is a story branding, uh, which I think that's uh, Miller is his last name. But um, uh, but yeah, great, great book on just how to market and tell your story and uh, do so in a way that that uh, uh, attracts people to do business with you because you're 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 telling a story that's like their story, like or how they want their story to be, how they want to be seen as the hero in their story. And, and really good yeah. stuff. Really good stuff. This uh, I, I found is True North. I'm glad we're at home. Come on, praise God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked it up real quick while we're on the phone. True North, True North. Is that Bill George and Peter Sims? Um, is that sound right? It's, yeah. Discovering your discovering your authentic leadership. Is it yeah. like a blue book? Yep, it's a blue book. Yep, it has like a compass on the front. Yeah, yep. Dude, hey, this thing, this thing is. Uh, they got, they got a. I, I might buy the used one. Hey, you know, here, here's the thing. It's a twenty nine dollar book. But you can get it used on Amazon for a dollar. There you go. Yeah. That, Why wouldn't you do that? For a dollar, that that it's worth its emission. It's worth it for twenty six bucks, but for a buck, it's even better. But yeah, great, and then, great book. Hey guys, I'm not trying to be cheap either, but you can get this book from Audible for free right now, or you can go on Amazon. Twenty nine bucks for it, or a dollar fifty for used. You know, if you if you have the extra money, go ahead and and, and pay the twenty nine dollars to honor Bill George because this looks like a good book. And then. uh you know, um, I, I love new books. My wife tells me, she said, pretty soon I'm going to have to move out or get a storage closet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got too many, dude. Uh, you know, but um, hey, let me ask you this, man. Yeah. Um, on these type of days where it's, uh, you know, I, uh, go, uh, shift up speeds here with it's being cold out or yeah. hot out, man. What is your what is, what is uh, your wife and your what is your favorite go to meal, man? What kind of food do you like? Ooh, yeah, so <laughs> so I, well, I, so it always changes, right? You know, your taste buds are constantly shifted. But I'll tell you what, what I'm what I'm really into right now is, uh, and I actually made a special trip to support this local business just yesterday. But uh, Levant Kitchen in Canton, Michigan, man, they have the best chicken shawarma wrap. You, I mean, look, if you're a, if you like chicken shawarma uh, and you think you've had the best chicken shawarma of your life, you have not had it until you go to the Levant kitchen in Canton on Ford road, best chicken shawarma ever. Love wow. it. Wow. I love, dude, I love chicken shawarma, dude. Um, you got it. Uh, you got to hit up that place. It is awesome. My mom, my mom, uh, us being Indians, we're like the Butterfinger Indian guys. Like, don't worry. Everything would be fine. Those guys. <laughs> All right. Are the, uh... <laughs> Not the other one in my mom, dude. She makes the best curry. Mm. And uh, 
she taught me she taught me with a little bit of uh, uh you put a little bit of curry powder uh, tomato paste a little bit of uh, garam masala the spice and uh you know you throw it over some white rice but what i really love about a shawarma meat dude is it's it, it, it is the freshest next thing that I, I love the spices of Indian food, yeah. but I love the, fr- I love the freshness when they keep that meat. If they do it authentically, yeah. they keep it on those the rollers. rollers. Oh, yeah. you, you, you open that big wooden door handle at some of the places like in Detroit, and you walk into the floorboards creak a little bit and you can see that you can see the, like the oil, like the, the, the fresh fat oil dripping off yeah. right, that meat. Back oh there. yeah. And dude, I mean, dude, it's good, man. I'm getting hungry right I now. I know. Too bad, too, too bad. I'm on, uh, too bad. I'm on a diet. Right now. <laughs> I say no yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, well, I mean, dude, that's powerful. I thank you for sharing that, man. And, uh, you know, um, on, on a little bit of a more serious note, I know you really want to touch on something, uh, that I know that you'd have a lot of insight on. And I'm, I can't wait to hear this, uh, about current market market conditions. What do you think? Where's your head at with this and how do you feel about the market conditions and what advice do you have or, or where do you see this as, as we move forward? How do you feel about yeah, it? Yeah. So, I mean, I, look, bottom line is, is before we got into all of this, we were at like, you know, what the basic principles of the real estate market is you'd look at supply and demand and supply and demand will dictate whether you're in a buyer's market, seller's market or a normal market. Right. And. And, and the common misconception is people hear all this bad talk about the economy, recession, all this stuff, and they assume, oh, we're in a buyer's market. And, and statistically, that just isn't true. You know? And so reality is, is, is inventory levels were at the all-time low. Um, they even went lower because hardly anybody did anything in the state of Michigan you know, in the month of April. And uh, even though we've been opened back up to be able to conduct in-person, you know, consultations and showings and things like that, you know, we saw a flux of inventory hit the market, but we were in such a, a low hole, like the lowest it's been in 14 years, that even the uptick of all of these showings or all these listings hitting the market hasn't even scratched the surface to change the fact that the supply is still so low and the demand, the demand has definitely taken a hit. Uh, but I think that's somewhat short term because um, I think people are still waiting to kind of see, well, what what is what, what is going to happen, you know, with with my job, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of companies, you know, haven't brought people back yet. So people are worried about being furloughed or laid off or or maybe their income is going to be like um, asked to take like a 25 percent pay cut or something like that. So so I think that's keeping some buyers on the on the sidelines so our demand is low as well right now so we've got supply low demand low so uh that's an interesting dynamic i would still say that in certain price points probably the four hundred thousand and under price point we are in still a very strong seller's market um i'm going to give you an example i just listed a house today in canton and it's already got over 15 showings scheduled for today tomorrow and uh saturday and I've already got three agents that have contacted me and said they're planning on putting an offer in. And that's a $325,000 home in Canton, you know? So, wow. so I, I mean, there are still buyers out there. There's, there's, there's the demand is still higher than supply, especially in that 400 or lower price point where I see a lot less buyers is that 400 and above. So I think we're going to see a little bit of a, a, a struggle to sell the higher end listings, but, um, uh, but again, that is the current market conditions. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're tracking showing activity over the last week because, of, you know, it was a week ago today that they allowed us to start showing homes and the activity has been phenomenal. And uh, the website activity has been really good. I uh, just read an article today that mortgage 
uh, applications are up. So, you know, you're, you're probably seeing that as well. And, um, right. and, and so all that suggests that I think, I think housing is going to be one of those things that's going to help us get out of this economic re- recession that we've slipped into. But, um, uh, but I don't think it's going to be for everybody, right? There's going to be people that were definitely negatively impacted by what's going on. And as a result, they're just going to have to stay on the sidelines a little longer until they can financially recover and get back into the, to, to, to the real estate market. But yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about where we're at right now, for sure. Amen, man. And, and you know, uh, don't you think that this is a good, you know, in some cases we see the, we see the, we see the issue. We see isolation. We see that people aren't going, you know, where they were before there's, there's, there's supermarkets closed yeah. down and all these things that, you know, all of us matter, You know, no matter if you're the frontline worker at a hospital or Kroger's, or if you have a real estate business, or if you're a person that is a plumber or electrician, we all see that there's an impact yeah. and, and it's evident. Yeah. And I want to highlight on two to three things that I think super important for anybody listening to this. And Jeff, I think you'd agree that the positives are, is there's a reset. Mm. And that reset is we get to back off of moving at a thousand miles per hour, mm-hmm. find some peace. And if, if you are a Christian and you are listening to this, and this isn't to detour anybody from, um, you know, uh, looking at me and Jeff's lifestyle and saying, Hey, well, they're, they're, they're these two Christian guys speaking about, uh, hyper Christianity. Well, no, what I'm going to say to you is this, this is a time to reflect if there's a creator, mm. this is a time to reflect and say this, Hey, I've been going at a thousand miles per hour, but the Bible says, if my people shall humble themselves and seek my face and pray, I will heal their land. Mm. And sometimes, sometimes the many idols in our life, you know, uh, our jobs, how much, how long we've been at our jobs, how much gas we got in our car, how much money's in our 401k. These things can take preeminence and priority yeah. over our, fa- our our family. And I think the reset, the good thing is more time with the kids and wife, more time with the aunts and uncles, more time with people you love so that when you do start to run at full pace again, you remember what's important. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And I, and I think here's the thing. You know, uh, for me, I, you know, and I think a lot of people probably can can relate that 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 run at a fast pace and are are, are successful is we're control freaks, right? And and that's part of what helps you be successful is having a level of control over things and spinning a lot of plates and and being able to juggle a lot of balls and all that stuff, right? So the problem is is it doesn't matter how much you're in control. You just got affected by something you had zero control over. And I think that's God's reminder that, hey, as much as you want to build this life up to think that you're in control, it is purely only speculative at best. You think you're in control. You're not. A global pandemic can take everything that you've built so hard to create. It can bring it all down in a matter of, 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 of days, weeks, you know. And so we're just not in control like we think we are. And if, if anything, like that, that introspection that you're talking about, we've got to be willing to admit that the things we chase so hard for may just not be as worth it. The priority that you put on it may just not be as worth it as, as, as uh, inste- you know, and, and maybe you need to pivot and focus a little bit more on priorities that truly do matter 
And, um, and, and again, I would be a huge advocate to say that you should explore what, who God is and what his son did on the cross for us. And, and I think that the purpose that you find in that is, is, is going to, is going to provide you a whole lot more hope and meaning in your life than chasing after, you know, up the corporate ladder, chasing after a bigger bank account, a bigger house, a nicer car, you know, or even if you're not chasing after some of that material stuff, but you're chasing after, I mean, even, you know, even our families, which are good, if yeah. they, if they trump yeah. God in your life, then your families become your idol. And, and so, you know, it, it, there's just things that you, I think all of us need to be reflective on. And, and I couldn't agree more. This, this time definitely has done that for me. And I've thought through those priorities and, and, uh, you know, certainly feel, more uh, focused on my my own walk with the Lord and and what's important to me. Come on, you know. Let, let let's go to Second Corinthians four sixteen through eighteen. Uh, we're we're gonna go there right now because we might as well. It says, "So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us." is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen for the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Mm, yep. Amen, man, dude. I mean, in, in, in John four thirteen fourteen, 14, I got to go there again. J J Jesus said there, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water well enough to eternal mm -hmm. life. And, and, and Jeff, you know, here's the thing. I don't know if you ever thought about it, but look, man, why don't we go ahead, man, and pack up the rest of the money that we have? And why don't we go ahead and, and, and after we go make disciples, why don't we get on uh, John Maxwell, man, and go ahead and be <laughs> I love Maxwell, man. I love Maxwell. Good, good, <laughs> you got me fired good, up, brother. Yeah. Right there. I, hey. Hey, you ever do any motivational speaking? No, I mean, I've, I, 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 I've done, you know, like I said, I've done podcasts. I've been on the radio before. I've, I've done some uh, real estate seminars where I've done like uh, top agent panels and things like that. I, I do training at our, at our, our office and things like that. I mean, I love doing that stuff. I preached at our church on money and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe there's a day down the road when, when my hair's, totally gray it's pretty it's pretty gray now but maybe when it's totally gray uh you know i'll i'll, I'll uh i'll do a little bit more motivational speaking when maybe people uh maybe i've got something a little bit more better to to, to motivate people because right now i still feel like i'm learning a lot so dude dude i know it's bad manners but while we're on the podcast i'm i'm, I'm, I'm crunching on some spanish olives right now you ever you like olives, i do dude? not man do not. <laughs> you 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 enjoy those dude, I like I, i'm gonna pass I love the juice in them. My wife tells me, she's like, you know, you're nasty. That, that must be an Indian thing. I tell her, hey, don't hate on it. Don't hate on it. Don't do me like that. So, <laughs> hey, man, yeah. so, you know, you got, you got, we got the market conditions and you touch base on that. Let me, let me ask one more thing and we can get away from this because I don't want to uh, worry yeah. to death with all these questions and interest in having you. Let me ask you this. Is, is, with with, with COVID-19 happening, with essentially a big part of of showing homes to give somebody that dream to give somebody that look, how are you getting past being able to go into homes and show the homes right now with them? I mean, 
how are you able to keep the six foot rule? Yeah. People that listen to this that really want to buy a home, they like you, they like me, they're considering working with you. They want to they want to work with you for many platforms. How do you make them feel comfortable during? This yeah, time? so that's a great question, and 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 you know, obviously the governor has passed down some mandates as far as those guidelines. Uh, we we can only limit four people or less in the house at a given time. Um, so, so we, we, we maintain that by just saying, Hey, look, um, you, you just cannot bring, you know, your aunt, your uncle, your sister, your brother, your dad, you know, and have too many people there, right? Just, just the, the important people that are necessary to make the purchase decision is what we're recommending. So we can minimize the number of people there. Uh, we also, um, just, you know, um, uh, we have, we send out ahead of time to the homeowner, uh, guidelines that we request that they do to have lights on, have doors open, um, closet doors open, things like that to minimize contact with the, the, the physical surrounding as we walk through the home. So that's, that's another big aspect of it. Um, and then, um, and, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, um, you know, as we welcome somebody into the home, we just make sure we're staying six feet away. No, no handshakes, no fist bumps, no elbow bumps, you know, nothing like that. Um, only, only covered smiles. I say covered smiles because we've got face mask on and nobody knows we're smiling. So we just give them a covered smile, make sure they twinkle in our eye and, um, and, and we walk them, walk them through the home, you know, and, and invite them, invite them to, to, to take a look. Um, and then, and then if they have questions and dialogue and, and things like that, that needs to happen, we just say, Hey, let's, you know, let's leave the house. Let's get out into the fresh air. If it's a nice day, we can have that discussion on the front lawn. If not, then, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll make a phone call, uh, in the cars and, uh, have conversation over the cell phones. But yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're definitely taking into account. I come equipped with some hand sanitizer, some you know, uh, you nice. know, latex gloves, you know, whatever it is just to help people feel comfortable because, uh, look, like I know I'm not freaked out about it. You know, I don't have any underlying yeah. health issues. I'm 37 years old. You know, I'm good. You know, like I just don't feel threatened much by COVID-19 plus at the end of the day, if I do get it and I die, I know where I'm going. So I'm very, very comfortable. I've got hope in, in, in the life to come. So I'm good with that. But but for Amen. people, but for Amen. people, there are a lot of people that are terrified, you know, and, and you, and, and rightfully so I'm not gonna, you know, ever, ever say that that's an overreaction. If you, it's a real deal, if you're scared of that, um, it's a real big deal. And we want to let you know, we're taking the necessary precautions to keep you safe. Hey, that, that's yeah. powerful. Man. Oh, and, and Hey, by the way, man, we're two years apart too. I'm 35. There you go. There you go. Well, and I should, I should add too that like sometimes a physical showing isn't what somebody wants. So we, we do have the ability to set up like a virtual showing and, um, and, and, yes. and things like that, where, where I can always go to the house in person, I can FaceTime them or zoom call them and, and be able to answer questions in real time, showing them stuff up close, things like that. So, you know, for people that are really unsure, I mean, that's one of the things about what's great about my industry is like I told you before, so many agents are at an older, more mature age. And some of these technology things um, are, are um, they're just, they're having a harder time to adopt and pivot. 
Um, and, and so being 37 and being kind of a techie guy anyway, um, you know, my ability to, to pivot and help out in, 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 from a technology, from a, a technological standpoint is there. And, and we've done that and we've, we've really helped, uh, people. And then even on our own listings, we've ramped up some of the things we can do with like 3d, uh, 3d home tours and things like that. So, um, like I said, if, if somebody's out there listening to this going, man, I want to buy a house. I'm a little nervous. Call us. We'll talk you through it. And we'd, we'd love to help. Um, and, and you can always, you know, check us out at welcomehomedetroit.com. That's powerful, man. And, and to jump on that train too, guys, uh, over at Janil Financial, we are doing virtual house tours. And that is something that is just a commonality. So the key here that I'm hearing is, man, houses are being sold. People, you don't have to worry. Uh, looks like Jeff's an expert in this. Know that, I, I, I mean, I'm feeling good about knowing that, hey, we can still be in the market. And if you are a family that has been saving your money, you're not spending that much gas driving mm-hmm. around. Hey, you're getting some extra benefits right now. Um, if you've gotten that stimulus check, if you haven't gotten it, you know, that's awesome. But if you haven't gotten it, that means you're saving money and not on buying gas. And maybe you're spending a little bit more on food here and there. But, you know, some of the extra stuff on eating out and stuff is being saved. So you might be able to make that jump to a home. Yeah, down the road, yeah, right? yeah. And Jeff, and, um, you know, man, uh, let me ask you this. Do you have any uh, models that you live by? Like if there was a golden moment that we could put in freeze frame on this episode of Real to Real, what would that golden moment be? Um, what would that look like? And what does that sound like to you? What is a, a catchphrase, a golden moment, something you live by, a motto, a slogan? I want to hear that. Hey, man, you, well, I'll tell you what. It, my dad ingrained this into me ever since I was a young boy. Um, and he just said, Packer, Packers never give up. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's a legacy I'm teaching my kids. Um, it's something I live by. Um uh, you know, it, it, we just, we, we Packer, the Packer family is just never going to give up. We're always going to work our tail off. We're going to, um, we're going to do everything we can. We're going to fail forward. And, uh, it's just something we live by. And, um, and it's not super spiritual. It's not super sexy in a lot of ways, but at the end of the day, it's just something that my dad really ingrained in me. It helped me in terms of, uh, in those moments when I want to give up in those weak moments, I just remember, I, I, you know, I, I, I am in a family of people that don't give up and I can't do that. And it's, it saved me a lot of heartache over the years. So that's, that's my golden motto, you know, that I live by. And, uh, there's plenty of other things, obviously from our conversation, you can tell I live by, but, but that is, uh, that is an underlying thing that I think a lot of people, um, uh, I think especially, especially the younger generation today, I think could benefit a lot from hearing, you know, is, is the ability to say, look, you know, you, you cannot give up. You just got to keep digging your heels in. You'll learn something. And if anything, it'll teach you perseverance and discipline. So. Come on, come on, brother. Hey, I, I, we need to get uh, a cheese head put on top of you and give you. Uh, more yeah, like well, that's brother. that. Hey, I'm I'm looking at my uh, all my Green Bay Packers stuff in my home office. I'm a big fan. I was born in Wisconsin, so. Uh, oh yeah, you were. Oh yeah, were? so it's uh, uh, for sure. I'm a big Brett Favre fan until the later years of his career, of course, and then uh, I love Aaron Rodgers and excited uh, excited to see them win another Super Bowl. I think I think he's got at least one more in him. 
Absolutely, man. I liked um, I liked when Reggie Williams played for him. You know, when he uh, Reggie 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 White. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm all right. Sorry, yeah, I you know a small a small quick story. I met him in person after he retired before he passed away, and uh, got a picture with him. And uh, I was in high school at the time, and and in high school I was a, I'm a I'm a small guy now, but I was really small then. And I'll tell you what, man, he was like ten times as big as me. It was ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, big big Reggie White fan. And then locally here, uh, do you remember uh, Gilbert Brown, the grave digger? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, huge dude. So I, I walk into a PNC bank down in Belleville, and I see this dude with like this. He, he had a he had a uh, his car parked out front. It had a Green Bay Packer thing on. It. I thought, oh, that's interesting. And, and it was a Hummer. And I I walk in and dude, the guy had this this guy in there had this like thick neck. Like it was like his head was attached to his shoulders. There was like no neck. It was just like huge. And I'm like, I know that guy. And, and sure enough, he turns around and kind of looks at me, and I kind of look at him. I said, you're the grave digger. And he goes, yes, I am. I said, Gilbert, man, I loved watching you. I remember in the Packer Hall of Fame, they've got this mold of his, of his, of his, uh, um, uh, his, his leg. They have this mold, and my whole body fit inside his leg in the Packer Hall of Fame. And uh, he was a good dude, and, uh, and he's, he's local here, man. He's a, he's a cool guy. So – uh, really, really loved watching him play too. But uh, those were those were some good years watching those guys, him and Brett Favre and Reggie White and uh, and, and the whole group. So yeah, yeah, cool, bro. Hey, well, hey, let let I got I got random I got a random uh, question surge for you for the last thirty seconds to, to a minute to the show. And um, unless you want to share anything else. Uh, before we part out, do you have anything else you want to touch base on before I hit? The um, no, man. I, you know, I think this is great. I mean, we we went on a few tangents, I know, and talked through about a lot of stuff. Uh, so I don't <laughs> want to bore your audience, but but like I said, I, I love 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 being no, part of it, you. and um, yeah, this has been fun. So hey, look, I'm gonna narrow this down. I'm gonna just throw some things at you, man. Are you an Oreos guy or a chips? Ooh, guy? good question. I'm a nutter butter guy. Nutter butter, hey, Lay's uh, or Ruffles? Oh, Ruffles for sure. Yeah, dude, Wendy's, Wendy's oh, or McDonald's. I, I, I can't even tell you the last time I was at a McDonald's. Wendy's for sure. Their spicy <laughs> chicken sandwich, unreal. Yeah, dude, favorite ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Dude, yeah. that is pretty good. I I had to either pick between that or I love Oreo, the Oreo one, uh, like the cookies and cream or whatever. I love cookies and cream. That was my all-time fave until, you know, chocolate chip cookie dough came out. And let's just call it, it's a two-way tie. I love them both. Absolutely, man. Uh, would you, I know this is really random, Kia or Ford? Man? Oh, man. Hey, look, I look, I, I live in a neighborhood with a bunch of Ford engineers. So Ford all the way. Um, but I, I own two GM products. So, it, it, but I'm still Ford over Kia for sure. Uh, 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 basketball, football, football easy. Bro. I mean, I, I love watching this last dance with Michael Jordan. I mean, I grew up on that dude, loved him, yeah. loved basketball the way it was played back then. Can't stand the NBA now. I just don't like the way they play the game. I'd rather watch college basketball all day long, but, uh, football I'm all about, man. I, I was a kicker in high school and, uh, I, I will always cheer on the lonesome kicker. 
brother. Do you have a final takeaway for anybody that uh, maybe is discouraged or they're going through, you know, a time where they're not sure, they're not confident, whether it's in buying a house or anything Yeah, well, here's what I'll say. A couple things is is one is, is if you're looking to, you know, buy or sell a house, make a move, you know, talk with a real estate professional. It doesn't have to be us. Uh, If you want to talk to us, we'd love to talk to you, but talk to somebody, get great advice. Um, Make sure that you got somebody who's working for your best interest. Uh, that's what I would say to anybody looking, listening that way. If you're somebody listening to this and you're, you, you, you want to consider a career in real estate, you know, or things like that, or you have a career in real estate, but you're trying to kind of figure it out and and learn and get better. Um, I am an open book. I am always willing to share and encourage and try to help, you know, build you up and, 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 uh, you know, you know, help you figure out, you know, if you're stuck in, in, in the business and things like that. So just know, um, you know, uh, you can always get a hold of us through welcomehomedetroit.com. Very easy way to, to reach out to us and connect. And I'm always there to, to help out for sure. Man, dude. Well, hey, I want to tell you, Jeff, it's been a real pleasure from you taking uh, some of your time to just come on this show and just speak um, all of the content and everything you shared today. Definitely wasn't boring. I could sit here for three <laughs> hours and talk to you. Uh, your personality, I just want to tell you your personality, um, your ability to um, stay motivated and speak positive things over yourself and other people mm. is infectious. And uh, I, I, I wish nothing but the best in what you do. Um, I bless you in the name of Jesus, you know, um, and, and bless your family, bless them all. And um, whoever else is listening to this, I, I really just want to let you know that I believe that the economy will mm-hmm. open back up. I ask you to get a hold of Jeff Packer, um, somebody that Jeff, whether we do any business together, it doesn't matter. The the I want to be able to be connected to a guy like you down the road, whether it's for making disciples, whether it's just for talking to get on a podcast down the road, or whether it's having an in-person podcast. I think the content that you can drum up and uh, our personalities together are pretty infectious, man. I think it's Yeah, great, for man. sure, you know I mean? for sure. And I appreciate that. And like I said, um, um, you know, look, at the, at the end of the day, this, this business and especially this, this industry, it pays to have somebody that's got, um, you know, your back, you know, like a, a buyer or seller's back. There's just too many people that are looking out for their own uh, benefits. And, and I always tell people this, and I'll leave them with this, uh, the single most important person you're going to hire when you go to buy a house, it's your mortgage lender. That is it. Um, it is not your real estate agent. It's not your home inspector. It is your mortgage lender. And uh, so finding somebody that you can know and trust uh, and is, is going to look out for your best interest is super important. And uh, I can tell you after talking here with Shane, um, you know, uh, if, if a company that, that uh, Shane works at here is just like Shane is, you've got people that are going to be looking out for your best interest. And that's a big deal. Cool, guys. You can check us yeah. out. Thank you for that, Jeff. You can check us out um, at Janiel, G-I-N-I-E-L, G-I-N-I-E-L Financial yeah. Group. And that's just Janiel Financial Group. Look that up. We got 56 positive Google reviews. Got almost a five-star rating. We are located right across from Briarwood Mall. We have a strong shop of five-plus guys there. And, uh, yeah, we would love to help you. And, 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 you know, we'd love to partner with any of you guys down in the future. But, Really, I'm going to keep doing what I do, Jeff. I'm going to keep uh, meeting people, making podcasts, making content, and getting to know 
this industry and I appreciate you sharing sharing with me today about being ethical, about doing the right thing all the time for people that you meet. It's almost making mm-hmm. them feel like family, whether it's, you know, the customer or not. And then also your positive mentality on those two books. If you want to uh, throw back, I know, um, what, what was what True was North? The book True North. About again? Yep. True and North. The last and one the last was one. Uh, 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 Story Branding. True North and Story Branding. Hey, man, I'm going to go cop those. Yeah. I'm going to check them out. Um, I got a credit left on Audible. You guys check those books out, True North and Story Branding. Those are leadership books, motivational books. Jeff, I always ask somebody that comes on to the podcast or I meet, I say, hey, man, what are your top yeah. couple books that you like? And that's how I built up a big library because the more content we take in, the more that we're Absolutely. learning and growing, man. So, hey, I, Jeff, look, I appreciate you from, uh, from, from, from one end of the Michigan yeah. over to your end. Yeah, God you too, man. Family. I hope you guys stay safe. And, um, dude, I, I really enjoyed having this uh, time with you. And thanks for keeping yeah, me you're welcome. on the real, man.